0: following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show.
1: And welcome back everyone to Answers for Elders radio. And we're here with two amazingly wonderful women who are helping families and and acknowledging providers that are making breakthroughs in Alzheimer's And dementia. And um, we're so glad to have you both back. Marilyn Rakel, who's the executive director of Mods Awards, and Allison Schreier, who, Allison, you have many, wear many hats, but you are really, uh, in many cases, a dementia Alzheimer's expert, and I will absolutely say that. Um, for all the things that you do, and certainly support groups and and working with the University of Washington and ECHO program and all of those things. I think that um, we're just so honored to have you both with us. Um, You know, we talked a little bit in our first segment about, you know, what, what it's like for families. And I think, you know, really, we have listeners right now, we're blessed to have so many listeners that are navigating senior care. And um, we had Answers for Elders. We never shy away from Alzheimer's because it tends to be something that people don't want to talk about. You know, it's like shoved under the rug. And certainly we've tried to bring those conversations into the forefront to and help people that it's okay to talk about those issues. And certainly through that and through conversations and communications and et cetera, and the founder's own story of MODS Awards, um, you guys came up with a program that really acknowledged those that have taken the communication to the next level, which is really about, um, you know, many breakthroughs that are happening all the time. And I truly believe someday we will have a cure for Alzheimer's disease. Um, you know, every day where I'm hearing something new and different types of techniques and different ways that people are, you know, certainly treating people. But tell us a little bit about, you talked a little bit about the foundation of MODS awards, but um, Marilyn, would you give me kind of an update of
0: how the awards are structured? Well, the awards are structured in, in four areas so that we are inviting applications. We do three $25,000 organizational awards and five $5,000 awards to individuals. And we have four categories. Um, the first one, which we got the most applications for, was making connections, which is finding ways to keep people living with dementia active and connected to their communities. And this can be things like arts programs, um, intergenerational programs, anything that gets people connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have treating by design, and treating by design is it was a more challenging aspect, um, but it's about addressing living spaces and the environments and the mobility of persons living with dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have cultivating health, and this is how you actually can uh, ensure the uh, long-term health of individuals living with uh, dementia. And then Supporting care partners, which is hugely important, Um, which is finding any kind of programs, education, um, support for people living with, for care partners, people living with. So it's pretty broad. And we are uh, taking applications from literally everybody. Um, We are not limiting this to organizations or nonprofits. It could be for-profit, nonprofit. Uh, You can be individuals. Anyone's welcome. We're trying to discover, support, yep. encourage, reward, and share innovations with the largest possible group of people that we can.
1: Yes. And this is your um, second year doing the Second program. year. So, Allison, you were the, a recipient of an award last year. Tell us a little bit about your process and, um, and what it was like to be
2: a winner. <laughs> sure. So I applied for um, supporting care partners as an individual. And um, the process, I the application um, was made available, and I went through and misread the application. So it, I think it was 200 words, but I did like 200, I don't know, like 200 pages. It seemed pages and pages, and then I realized, oh my gosh, I'm saying too much. So I, I was able to kind of cut it down to the essence and submit my application. And then it sounded a little bit like Christmas, or so I was kind of like fighting my nails, waiting to see, you know, like, did I, ooh, did I get anything? Did I win? Did I win? I was really, really excited because I was just delighted when these words were announced. Um, I recognized that there are a lot of people doing amazing things. And I, um, as a person who is out there supporting people, your reward, of course, is, is, um, continual, right? That, that you see that you're making a difference in people's lives. But aside from that, you don't get noticed very much. <laughs> you know, it's it, it can it's be a true. Bit, it can be a little thankless. Um, and so to be able to, um, receive an award that, that provides justification, I guess, that says, yeah, you're doing a good thing. You're doing good work that was really confidence building for me. It, it, it made me deliriously happy. Um, Downstairs on my, uh, in a prominent place, I have my awards along with a picture of me grinning, holding my chat brain. And and so, yeah. And I, I, I can't say enough about just how exciting it was. And what an honor, what an honor to be able to count myself in that, coterie of people who also won awards, I feel like I'm part of a really special club, so. It was difficult. We had 80
0: applications,
2: um, and we have an advisory
0: board that um, evaluates them, and so everybody has to read a certain number to make sure that we're not just one person reading yeah. everyone. We had a formula that my brother, an engineer, came up with, so we, we and, um, and it was, it was difficult um, because there were so many, and then we put, Uh, um, an abundance of ideas in our first annual publication, which was a book of innovations, which is available to anybody. If you go to the website, you can download it or request uh, a printed copy.
1: Yes. And I I remember when you were on the show last time, And we actually got some phone calls from our listeners on how to get that booklet. So I know that, Marilyn, um, that booklet has made a difference in some families' lives, and certainly you did the last time you were on the show. Um, So tell us a little bit about last year's winners. How, you know, do you have any like fun or unique stories of how that? impacted them i know allison you told your story but is there anything else that-
0: well, you know there are a couple i mean everybody had their own journey um mm-hmm. but but two in particular lately because we've been asking people give us an update of what's been happening and one is nicole chilevis who is a spiritual care advisor and uses virtual reality to create wonderful comforting beautiful environments for people well because of mods awards she was able to expand this business Now it's called recreational VR. i probably bungled that. Um, But she now was able to buy these 360-degree cameras. Uh, She did this project uh, with her new partner where they interviewed uh, adult children with people living with dementia to find out what are the environments, what are the programs that would help them. Mm -hmm. So they're expanding their business and reaching more people. And... And they can now do virtual reality virtually <laughs> without having yeah. people putting headsets on. Um, and, and it's just really exciting to hear what that the award gives people resources mm-hmm. to do more. Although we put no strings on them whatsoever. It's sort of like, you know, you can do anything you want to with this award. But everyone's using it for really good purposes, which is pretty incredible
1: why wouldn't you? I mean, I mean, I think one of the things that those that are that are so committed to their work and certainly um you know put in you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into something it's like y'all have dreams of how you could take it to the next level and I know for us we d- we have our dreams too so no matter what you're doing in the you know in the world of of this finding a cure you know, the, you see these little signs and wonders of, wow, you know, this just happened. And, you know, I remember first hearing about using music. This is like mm-hmm. a few years ago and how how music has made so many breakthroughs with those with, all, you know, and sometimes stage four, stage five Alzheimer's. Um, patients that are actually starting to sing or there's YouTube videos of one former ballerina that all of a sudden she started to make movements of ballet and it makes me cry. Like Allison, I'm seeing you. It's like, there's so much that we don't know and what we're learning every single day. And, Certainly, to give this kind of encouragement is incredible. So, obviously, we have about five minutes left or three minutes left. I want to talk specifically about, you know, I know nominations, the application process has just begun right. um, in March. Um, how, tell us a little bit about that process and um, when is the deadline?
0: Well, you go to Maud's Awards maudesawards.org, And you can download the application um, and has information about the categories and what the criteria are, not all the criteria, but what the suggested areas are. And then you um, submit it and we'll be um, collecting these. The board will be meeting these we'll, and we'll be having um, decisions by no later than the end of May.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then what we wanted to do last year was to have you know, an in-person announcement of all the uh, winners. I don't know. It could still be virtual this year. We don't know. We're playing it by year. Um, and I will say that um, one of the areas that we're giving a certain amount of importance to is that there are a lot of programs for people who are living with early stage, but not as many for people living with mid to late stage. And that's going to be a focus
1: Wow, that's incredible, Marilyn. Now, and you said, what's the deadline for the application? I know you're going to announce the winners, but when do people have to have their applications? They have to have the
0: applications in no later than the end of May.
1: End of May, so they now have two months
0: to- That's right, yeah, plenty of time.
1: And let's go over the categories one last time. Um, Number one is making connections. Making connections is- What define that?
0: Making connections, I could actually read it to you, but it's too early. but it's like meaningful opportunities. Uh-huh. for a person living with dementia to so okay. connect with people and the world around them okay pretty big it's pretty helpful. um and, and then the other one is treating by design which is improving okay. the living spaces or mobility of persons okay. who are living with dementia and this could include things like adaptive clothing mm-hmm. physical environments um mobility horticulture to this, you know, gardens. <laughs> yeah and cultivating health is is exceptional care or education that supports the long-term physical health of persons living with dementia, and then supporting care partners. Impactful education, training, or support for care partners.
1: Well, you guys are amazing. I am so honored and thrilled that you were on the show today. And um, we're going to have each one of you back next week to go a little bit more into this. This is an important thing that we want our listeners to, if you know of someone that should be acknowledged in this kind of a thing, if you're dealing with Alzheimer's dementia, please reach out to them and have them apply. This is an important thing, everyone. And we're really glad to have you both here today. Thank you so much for being here. And we'll see you both next
2: week. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive our monthly newsletter, receive promotional discounts, and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at answersforeldersradio.com. Now there is
2: one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hey everybody, Jared Sebasti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements.